0: oh my gosh miles is on the podcast hello i'm here hello (laughs) (coughs) i'm not gonna lie to you i'm kind of delusional right now so if i just start singing just move on
1: i'm ready maria it's been so long i'm so happy to be here
0: i know you've been out <laughs> of. The, you ran <laughs> you fled the country i
1: literally did i saw what's happening i was like i gotta go
0: <laughs> you saw the virus setting <laughs> in yes yeah um i'm glad you're back in the country everyone missed you thank
1: you i missed y'all too Aww.
0: i remember i was talking to kara once and we were doing like big bio pages for fish and she put in dislikes that miles bentley's <laughs> out of the country <laughs>
1: It's my legacy, what can I say?
0: I know, I'm so excited to have you on this podcast because you're probably like the top five h- funniest human beings I've ever talked to. Well,
1: that's a lot of pressure now. <laughs> I hope so. Why
0: aren't you being funny? <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: yes. Let's, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, let's dive in. What movie did we watch?
1: So, this may, might be a little cliche just because it did come out so recently. Yeah. But I have become one of the biggest Little Women fans probably on earth oh my god (laughs) me
0: i was like looking forward to this movie coming out for at least a year and a half Mm -hmm. and it finally came out and just i cried i was like
1: there's a there's a variety of emotions sisterhood history like there's so much involved with it
0: i know so why did you choose this movie just because it was something you like wanted to talk about or any particular reason
1: there's no really particular reason. I just found all the elements of <coughs> the film just all coincided so well together. Their, the music, the acting, the costumes, the sets. It was just very visually pleasing to look at. <laughs> the
0: aesthetic. I
1: loved being in the theater. And I honestly, I haven't <laughs> felt that way in a movie in such a long time. I was like, I've been waiting for something like this. Yeah, for uh, sure. And the cast is just phenomenal. I could <gasps> talk about them for so long. Oh, we're going to. <laughs> okay. We're gonna unpack. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's unpack this.
0: Let's unpack this.
1: But um and I just really love the message about home life and um just the message that the film brings to society nowadays, and yeah, it um, felt
0: really modern.
1: It did for being set in the 1800s during no. the Civil War.
0: <laughs> I know it did not <laughs> seem like it was in the Civil I, War,
1: I know. I felt like it was just so relatable, and I think that's what's so timeless about the book itself. Little Women. Um, I'm
0: gonna disclaimer I have not read the book,
1: that's all right, that's all right, yeah. But it was very accurate to the novel, and I think that's the power of the author, Louise May Alcott. Um, we love her she was able to create such a timeless piece that generations on generations were able to relate with and obviously the film was an adaptation of the book there were certainly some differences as there always are but I think it's going to go down as one of like a movie that families will watch forever
0: yeah what I really I really think this is the movie that like women of my generation and my age now will show their daughters when they turn like 10 and Mm -hmm. that's what they bond over you know and I'm like so excited to show my kids this movie and be like female empowerment and Saoirse Ronan and yay
1: yes I completely agree
0: I know so the most important question of the podcast which March sister are you I'm an Amy
1: (laughs) you are an Amy Maria (laughs) I'm such an Amy I'm definitely gonna call that
0: yeah I've said I'm gonna marry rich probably six times in the last (laughs) 24 hours (laughs)
1: Okay, this is a very hard question, but I do know I'm not a Meg. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Meg is too proper for me and too, uh, what's the word? I'm trying to think. Rigid, I feel like.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like she was so ashamed of what she wanted. Mm -hmm. I don't really get why.
1: I know, because that's how society was back in the day. You know, you marry and you create a family. There was just nothing wrong with that. I think because she had such <clears throat> such a uh, powerful group of women around her who yeah. were so independent, I think...
0: That's what it is. She's not independent. Yeah. That's what I don't like about her.
1: Yeah. Um, she felt outcasted from it because she was doing like what a lot of other women did. But you see the other uh, March women, Marmee, um, Joe, all of them... They're make they're like making a name for themselves, um, not that Meg didn't, but I feel like she just
0: kind of followed in her mom's footsteps. For sure, she I that's exactly what it is. I couldn't put my finger on it why I didn't identify with her as much, but it's because she's not independent. Mm-hmm. That's like the perfect way to sum it up.
1: Yeah, which is very surprising because all the other sisters are generally independent. I would say Joe especially yeah,
0: Beth. I'm kind of like Beth was my least favorite mm-hmm. just because I feel like. Her character had so much, and they really didn't run with it. Maybe it's in the book she's more developed, but Mm -hmm. I feel like in the movie particularly, she only really has, like, two scenes, and I understand that the story's about Joe and Lori and Amy, Mm -hmm. but Greta Gerwig really, from what my understanding is, is that Amy in the book is, like, non-sympathetic, no one likes her. Yeah,
1: Amy's the worst.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. So Greta Gerwig really took the time to develop Amy, so Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand why Beth was so underdeveloped.
1: I just think she was a definitely a supporting character. Yeah, she and seemed like
0: a plot device almost. For
1: sure. Yeah. Like, she got scarlet fever. Um, <laughs> rip. Rip. <laughs> why am I laughing at this? Trag- it was tragic. Um, but it did, there was a lot of her character that was pivotal to the plot, because that's why Joe came back home. Yeah. You know, if Beth wasn't sick, she would have stayed in New York.
0: Yeah. But, I don't know. I'm someone who's very uh character development story driven mm-hmm. as opposed to like good dialogue or good visuals yeah so to me personally if you have your own opinion you go for it sweetie but mm-hmm. I just felt like she was too much of a plot device and not enough of a personality
1: yeah for you know? sure I completely get it because honestly she was kind of one-dimensional she played the piano um, <laughs> very well very well yeah um got sick <laughs> and had a relationship with the old man neighbor <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but no. I was like Beth. I feel like you have so much more potential. I know, but she was also the youngest sister. Like, no, uh,
0: Amy's the youngest. Is she? Yeah, that's yeah. why it's like such. That's why it's like such a shock that she. I guess that's Spoiler alert: marries Laurie because she's like literally the youngest one, and makes. she's supposed to be the most beautiful and the most refined and all these things. So, True. well, so you're an Amy.
1: I would say I'm an Amy overall. Yeah. Yeah. If that rant didn't tell I'm you how much of an Amy <laughs> I am, I don't know what did.
0: <laughs> very particular, though, I'm Florence Pugh as Amy.
1: <laughs> Florence Pugh added such a depth to this character because, I don't know, I feel like it's very easy to play the snooty bad girl. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's not much talent to that.
0: Yeah. Have you seen the 1990s version of Little Women? It's like I have 1991. Not. So it's Winona Ryder as Joe. Mm hmm. And literally the whole movie. I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen a lot of the like big scenes. And she's like literally wearing a bonnet the whole movie. It's very strange. Very <laughs> not-Joe. Very
1: primitive. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, Christian Bale is Laurie. Mm-hmm. And he... Chef's kiss was
1: incredible. Mm-hmm. And
0: then it's Kirsten Dunst as a 10-year-old is Amy. It's what? like two different
1: actors. That's so odd.
0: I know. It was really weird. It was very strange.
1: Well, I'm glad they remade it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you, Greta Gerwig. Thank you, Greta. Oh, my God. She saw, like, the 90s version. She's like, I got to fix this. <laughs> like, this needs redemption.
0: I know. There's actually been four other movies. This is the fourth mm-hmm. remake of Little Women. And yeah. from what I understand, I haven't seen all of them because i watch watched too many movies. And I've... From what I understand, this is the best one like by far, yeah. which is like, amazing, because mm-hmm. like I said, I want to show my daughter this movie. Yeah. It's my new favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. and I really love it. Yeah, I do too. So let's get into some of the history. This movie just came out a, a month ago, so yeah. there's not that much history to it. Yeah,
1: I know. Um, I was kind of skeptical on choosing this film, but I feel like it does have the potential to be such an influential part of today's society, especially yeah. with young girls and honestly families in general.
0: That's true. I Honestly, when this movie came out, I was, like, freaking... Um, we're allowed three curse words. Okay. Right. I was freaking the fuck out. Like, X. <laughs> <laughs> I go back and bleep it, yeah. yeah. I was literally freaking out. I begged my mom to go see this on Christmas Day when it came out. Mm-hmm. Like, it meant so much to me. And I was really confused why a lot of people hadn't seen it right away, why there wasn't that much buzz about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this year... Everyone was freaking out about, like, 1917 yeah. and, uh like, Joker and Marriage Story, and I was mm-hmm. like, why are we talking, like, we need to talk about Little Women.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I feel like because it was rated PG.
0: Really? Yeah, I, oh, I didn't even know it was PG.
1: Yeah, I feel like, especially with older groups, I don't want to see something that's meant for kids, like, yeah. a PG movies technically, like guidance, you know? Yeah, I
0: guess it's also kind of marketed towards women more than men. For which sure. Which, in the Academy, as we know, is very historically white male. Yep. So, I guess that's why, but I was really confused. I was like, how have you not seen Little Women yet? Like, I was texting all my friends, like, mm-hmm. you need to see this movie. It's so good. I
1: know, I know. Well, I w- I didn't think about seeing it till after New Year's, and I've already seen it three times. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it twice. I was going to go
0: see it last night, but then I passed out at 8 o'clock like Mood. a grandma. Mood. So um so some basic facts who made this movie greta my second curse word goddamn gerwig yes, who's incredible yes. okay so i remember it was like five years ago Have you, okay so her imdb breakdown is basically mm-hmm. she directed ladybird that was her first movie great film um she was in a movie called Francis Ha. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay. It's on Netflix. So it's really good. Okay. And she was in <laughs> No Strings Attached with Natalie no Portman way. and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, uh, TBT. I know. If you go on Mindy Kaling's Instagram, she was also in the movie. There's, like, s- pictures of them. She, like, did a whole post dedicated to, like, when I met you ten years ago on No Strings Attached, I didn't know you'd be this fantastic actress. I'm so proud of you. It's so cute. That is cute.
1: I know. Please send me the link. You <laughs> that to me right now.
0: I will. Um... So, I remember six years ago, five years ago, I was scrolling through Netflix, and I watched Frances Ha. Because, mm-hmm. like, it seemed kind of cool. I looked it up. It's, like, 80-something on Rotten Tomatoes. I had nothing to do. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this yeah. movie. She was so good in it. Really? It's all black and white. It's about a girl who is a dancer, but she's an average dancer, and she's mm-hmm. decided to make that her entire career. So, okay. she's, like, broke and living in New York
1: and <laughs> a mess. A starving artist type thing? Yeah, but, I like, not,
0: not like a gene. Like, most of the time, starving artist is, like, they're clearly very good and yeah. capable and a genius. They just mm-hmm. need to be discovered. She's very average. <laughs> it's like her being a very bad contemporary modern dancer. Me as
1: a dancer? <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. You're a good dancer. You do the. Oh, actually, you do very good contemporary dance.
1: <laughs> I'm flattered. Thank you. I mean, I <laughs> said <so> thank you. <laughs>
0: um, so I watched that movie and I was like, dude, this girl, she's such a good actress. Mm-hmm. And she's like in a million indie movies. I was like,
1: oh, that's damn cool. girl, do you watch indie movies? <laughs>
0: dude i'm literally wearing ripped jeans and converse i'm an indie gal <laughs> so is miles he's also an indie gal <laughs> yes i am um so i watched that movie i was like hmm, that's kind of cool and then a few years later i see a trailer for ladybird mm-hmm. and i was freaking out i was like oh my god it's the girl from francis ha i love that movie <laughs> so then ladybird comes out i watch it it's like the greatest teen movie of our generation it's yeah, great and i really love ladybird too because I don't know if you have a complicated relationship with your mother, but I love my mother, and we have the most complicated relationship, Mm -hmm. and I watched that movie, and I was like, she gets it. She gets it. She gets it. And so she did Lady Bird. She got nominated for Best Director. First movie she ever directed by herself. Mm -hmm. She famously written a bunch of other movies. Yeah. And then this year, she came out with Little Women, Mm -hmm. and I love her, and it makes me so I'm so irked. But she is not nominated for Best Director because this movie is literally made on, like, mm-hmm. the directing makes the movie.
1: Yes, without it, Little Women wouldn't be Little Women.
0: No, there's a really good video that I will also send you the link to Please from do. Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. They Have you ever seen those? They do, they bring in the director and, like, the main actor and yes. they break down the scene.
1: Mm-hmm. They did
0: one with Little Women. Really? Yeah, it's Greta Gerwig, Laura Dern, Saoirse Ronan, and Timothy Chalamet, like, oh. all breaking down the scene. What
1: I would give to be in that room. <laughs> I know i was like can i just like i'll bring out coffee i'll sit in the back like i won't say anything i know just let me be there
0: i will literally fan you i'll be a human fan (laughs)
1: yeah
0: um it's them breaking down the scene where amy's outside and goes i'm amy i have lovely small feet the best in the the family family. (laughs) they break down that whole scene and greta gerwig the way she talks about it is like i don't think people understand how much go into movies she was Mm -mm. like we blocked it and rehearsed it for like six weeks, and we did this and this that person was scene, here. Yeah, that was
1: like ten seconds.
0: Oh no, like the whole scene where they're in the house oh. and all the girls walk in. Okay, it's like okay. this five minute scene, mm-hmm. and you could tell she's just on another level of control and mm-hmm. vision. That it's she's insane. a genius. She's, she's a genius. A genius. She's I know. Genius. She's also ironically, this is a fun fact. She was pregnant throughout the entire filming of Little oh. Women. No one knew. None of the actors until she had the baby.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> is this like, is this like Little Women subtitle? I didn't know I was pregnant.
0: <laughs> it's like the TLC show. I yes. didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah, Saoirse wrote in an interview was like, yeah, she just wore like really big sweaters. We never knew that she was pregnant. <laughs> and the her partner is Noah Baumbach, mm-hmm. who directed Marriage Story. No way. I don't know what. Kale celery juice they're drinking in L.A., but I need to get on I was that. like,
1: I need that acai bowl, <laughs> the spirulina, whatever they got. I need it.
0: I, the yerba mate, everything. <laughs> so Greta Gerwig, incredible. She also wrote the movie and adapted it, which is very hard to do. Very. I know. I don't know how she did it. And this is a nerdy thing. I literally just read the script like an hour ago. How long did that take you? <laughs> it didn't take long because okay. scripts, books are very much like. They're dense. They're dense, and there's like uh like four to five paragraphs per page like yeah. depending most average like a script is probably like four lines of dialogue okay like and like stage direction so mm-hmm. it doesn't take that long to get through it's only like a 100 pages okay um yeah actors mm-hmm. Ooh, baby i'm so excited so i
1: okay i'm not gonna say i was the og sir Sharon <laughs> fan but i might so she was in The City of Ember. <laughs>
0: yes, I saw remember that movie. That?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, mm, maybe middle elementary school. I can't remember. But I fell in love with her instantly. Oh, I was yeah. like, why is she awesome? I went to meet her. I had, like, my first Women Crush Wednesday on her, <laughs> I think. I
0: know. And then she was also in Lovely Bones. We all watched that in middle school, too. Duh. Duh. <laughs> so her other, like, more famous, more, like, factory roles were obviously like Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. She got nominated. I can't remember who won. I don't think it was Emma Stone. Emma Stone was the year before for La La Land. Yes. Oh, I think it was Frances McDormand won for Three Billboards. <sighs> yes. Oh, uh, what was she, that was that
1: she in? The husband, the wife, maybe. I can't remember. Uh, nope. Disregard that. <laughs> that
0: <I'm saying. laughs> um, yeah. So Lady Bird, and then. So this era in film, like, 2018, 2017, when La La Land and Brooklyn came out. Did mm. you ever see that? Yes. As an INTS major, I loved that movie. <laughs> it was
1: amazing. It
0: was so good. And I remember, like, falling love with her, like, oh, this girl who was in City of Ember is going to be, like, a great actress. And then she came out with Lady Bird. And then she came out with Little Women. Yeah. I'm like, she's the best working actress of her age right now. I know.
1: She really is. I know.
0: Um she was also in Atonement and got an Oscar nomination when she was like ten years old, which is like I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. It's I don't really <laughs> good. Um, let's move on to Mr. Timothy Chalamet. <sighs> okay, now I'm saying this. I was the OG Timothy Chalamet fan. Tell me,
1: tell me, tell me how.
0: Okay, basically, Call Me by Your Name comes out. Mm-hmm. I see the. Tr- or no, I saw the trailer because I was very into like film festival scenes at yeah. the time and i was like dude this guy has, like got a really good jawline who is he
1: yeah i know right he's also like 60 pounds
0: <laughs> <laughs> no we like the skinny boys <laughs> right 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 you know that tweet that's like i just want a skinny boy who i can feed them soup mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's the epitome of timothy chalamet <laughs> that's
0: so true yeah um so i saw him call me by your name that came out i was like oh my god i'm in love with him mhm and then all of a sudden he exploded he
1: really did but well he, he he was the he got nominated for an oscar for best supporting actor yeah, yeah.
0: He was in that and then the next year he was in Beautiful Boy. Yeah. Which was also very good. Not the best movie, but great performances. I thought it was
1: it was it was a very heavy film and kind of like hard to watch. Yeah. But good story.
0: Not ch- rewatchable. Not rewatchable. <laughs> yeah.
1: It just made me sad.
0: Also this year Yeah. <laughs> this year he came out with The King. Did you ever watch that?
1: I haven't, but it's on my Netflix Sorry. like you're good. It's on my Netflix um, like list.
0: Yeah. So I only watched it because of Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. and it's actually a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised. I
1: love historical dramas. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I know. Give me a good period piece. Ple- little Women.
0: <laughs> oh my God! This really came full circle. Really we just did, did that. Um, so I was really surprised. I really liked that movie actually, and mm-hmm. I thought it was just gonna be like him saying him things. sitting on a
1: throne and being angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which it was good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, also, fun fact. He right before call me by your name he was the finalist for the new spider-man it was down to like him tom holland and i think taron edgerton oh they were the final three to get cast and then tom holland got spider-man okay, to be
1: honest i think tom holland's but would, is a better spider-man uh, i haven't, honestly I haven't seen timothy in the spider-man role could you imagine him like happen. bulk
0: though i don't think he could bulk up
1: i literally think he would actually get lighter <laughs> i think he would get smaller if he tried <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's, like, one of those people that you, like, just punch and they go flying. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, a McDonald's napkin mm-hmm. out of the garment. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: goes Or, like, t- if, <laughs> if I was, like, vacuuming my room and the cue would get sucked up in the vacuum <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, no, what do I do?
0: <laughs> reverse, reverse. <laughs> reverse, reverse, help. <laughs> um, also, fun fact, he went to... I talked about this on the last episode, too. He went to uh, high school with Ansel Elgort.
1: Really? In this,
0: like, really prestigious performing arts high school in New York called LaGuardia. He was, like, literally graduated with Ansel Elgort. And it's crazy. Um, Nicki Minaj went there. Al Pacino, all these like crazy actors. Do went they there. accept
1: average <laughs> seniors in college who don't know what they're gonna do with their life?
0: Um, I'm not gonna lie. If you paid them enough money, why not? Well,
1: I studied abroad, so i <laughs> <laughs> But that's beside the point. <laughs> um.
0: Also, he's dating Lily Rose Depp. I do not like Lily Rose Depp.
1: No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um,
0: I yeah, I was like on Instagram and I randomly like looked and saw this like them two like making out heavily on a yacht in the south of France and I was like, scroll. scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Anyway, I'm a big Timothy Chalamet fan and I and he's gonna be in the Dune remake, which is yeah. gonna be incredible and I'm so excited about.
1: I love Timothy. Timothy. I think he's gonna be one of the actor of our generation i think
0: yeah he's really i again i think he's probably one of the top actors of his age For working sure. right now it's if like he, him and lucas hedges to me
1: yeah like if he doesn't fuck up like <laughs> get into like some bad shit two exits on there sorry <laughs> you're good um yeah i think he'll go he'll go far i know which is so exciting because i really enjoy watching him i feel like he portrays such a passion like in every character he has yeah. Like, I just feel it. I don't know what it is. It's Even though I'm, like, on the other side of the screen, I feel like I'm right next to him, which yeah. I think makes the actor good. That's how that he wins these awards. That's how he keeps getting rehired.
0: Yeah, seriously. You know? He's, like, a very particular kind of actor. For I've sure. tried to analyze this before. Yeah. To me, he's someone who's so clearly acting that you can't not look at him. Yes, he doesn't blend into. There's a lot of actors who are very subtle. Hmm. Um, for example, let me think of someone. Uh, even like in this movie, to me, the actor who plays John Brooke. Yeah. Very background, very yeah. subtle, and it's mm-hmm. not because the character is like that. It's because of the actor's choice to he be more like Just very
1: like, um, steadfast and very stern and yeah. there
0: um one might compare him to a slice of white bread correct (laughs) and timothy chalamet is like exploding like there's a okay sorry you're no you're good you go
1: okay he literally explodes in little women whenever he's trying to win joe's heart after the wedding they're like on this mountain side the beautiful Appalachian hills in the background and he's trying to like ask to marry her yeah and he's like gushing his emotions out i literally like see his veins popping out i know like joe joe i love you (laughs) and i'm like god he's so good he's and he's acting like he's like screaming at me but he's screaming at joe i'm like what how do i i don't know how to react to this
0: i know he's so good and he's also very good at like the tone down Mm -hmm. expressive acting for Example in the scene where I was gonna talk about this later, but let's just bring it up oh, now. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. Uh, the scene where he first meets Joe and they're dancing, there's a moment my
1: favorite scene of the movie, <laughs>
0: it's so good. There's the moment where she's peeking through the curtain and she says, Meg in the violet dress, and he goes, Very pretty, but he's looking at Sersha, <gasps> and he's like, I didn't like, even notice that. Yeah, he does all these things throughout the movie where he, he's, I wrote it down. He's never not looking at Joe until he's with Amy. He every scene he's always kind of like looking at her, and always she making a glance. Yeah, like you know, in like a, a classic romantic comedy, the guy's like smelling her hair. That's like literally yeah. him in this movie, and mm-hmm. I think that's why it sells so much. That he loves her so much. Yeah, it's because it's so nuanced his performance. And I mean,
1: he, we saw that in "Call Me by Your Name" too. Oh, and "Beautiful Boy." Ugh. You God! Know? He's
0: just he's just an
1: extraordinary actor. I'm excited. I know, I'm so excited.
0: Five to ten years, I can't wait. Also, let's talk about my favorite current woman in the world, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Also, terrible name. I'm sorry. Pugh is a last name.
1: Really? I thought it was the most beautiful name I've ever heard. Really?
0: <laughs> yes. It reminds me of a church pew.
1: Well, I've changed my opinion on it. Thank you, Maria. <laughs> Nonetheless, I feel like it's a beautiful name. I love the name Florence.
0: Oh, yeah. There's never been a bad Florence in show business. Right. Well, I only know two of them, Florence Pugh and Florence of the Machines. Oh. Florence Welch, but whatever. Yeah. So she's also someone who just, like, exploded from nowhere.
1: Midsummer. she went straight to Little Women.
0: I know. No, like, literally, I remember her talking in an interview about the schedule. She literally went from wherever they were filming Midsummer in Sweden Mm -hmm. to, like, fly to Concord, Massachusetts to go film Little Women. That
1: is crazy. And those characters are completely different.
0: Oh, it's a completely different
1: vibe, movie, everything.
0: Like even the script, I imagine just reading it, it's completely yeah. ble- day and night.
1: <gasps> the script of Little Women, I will talk about that later. Oh my god, it's so exciting.
0: Um, I actually haven't seen Midsummer, but I've heard many good things. But I think I need to be in a very particular mood to watch it, so I've been waiting.
1: Yeah, it's. Did you see it? It's not a light film by any means. No. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Like. I read the Wikipedia summary, because that's what I do with scary movies, because I can't watch them, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I need a cup of tea, and to be (laughs) relaxed, and it not be dark outside for me to watch this movie. Yeah. Watch Uh, it at noon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, on a Sunday. (laughs) On a Sunday.
0: Um, Also, she makes ice cream.
1: What kind of ice cream?
0: Have you not seen Florence Pugh's Instagram stories?
1: I'm not going to lie, I tap through it, but... (laughs)
0: She just like sits there and makes like peanut butter ice cream with her right. ice cream of course maker. She made peanut butter ice cream. I know, no. and she looks fabulous. She like has I a hair her. scarf and everything.
1: How much do you think a pint of her ice cream would cost?
0: I'm not gonna lie, I would pay upwards of twenty dollars. <laughs> I, I would
1: probably pay too much money. I know
0: I would too.
1: For but some this ice is cream. why we're poor. You're right.
0: <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, that's like all she's done. <laughs> she's done Midsummer and I Little know. Women.
1: And, and she's, she got nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Oh,
0: my God. It's so well-deserved. Her in this movie, oh, my God. It's so good. How does she, like I said earlier, Amy's a traditionally very unsympathetic character. Mm-hmm. She's my favorite character in the movie. I'm an Amy.
1: Yeah, and to play such a poised bitch. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's her character. You just see her walking around, especially whenever she's in Paris. Regal, um, and just in her own element, um, trying to find a hubby. But
0: <laughs> my f- my boy Fred Vaughn. Fred Vaughn. <laughs> no, my favorite example Rip. of that <laughs> is when they, it's like her and Laurie are in the park, and she's drawing him, and she goes, "What are you gonna do with your life?" He's like, "I'm running an opera." She's like, "It's a waste of time." Yes. She just shuts him down right away. I
1: know that, that's, which makes me think of me, which is kind of <laughs> classic eight. I am an eight. Yeah. 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 But, yeah.
0: Um, Moving on. <sighs> I cannot express for you my love of Laura Dern as a human. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. Also, is Marmy not the cutest name for a baby girl? It's so cute. Right? I think I'm going to name my daughter Marmy. You should. One.
1: Right? It's so yeah.
0: cute. Great role model, too.
1: Yeah. Laura Dern. I just want to, like, sit with her and, like, watch something and just talk... Because she's she's been in, like, some of my favorite movies, like the Jurassic Park movies. <sighs> and I love Jurassic Park. It's the music, everything about it. And she was in it. Amazing. And then recently, she was in Big Little Lies, uh, the HBO series.
0: I want to be Renata art, Klein.
1: Art. It, th- that show is art.
0: It's so good. I literally wrote down. She's in 90%. 90% of the things she's been in have influenced me in some way <laughs> you know, as a major human. Also, she's someone who famously is like a big connector in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, she'll get, she won't be in a movie, but she will have been the person to call the director to put this actor really? in Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she's very much the mom of Hollywood. My favorite example is, do you know about Reese Witherspoon's production company?
1: Vaguely, yes. Okay, I know so. about a book club. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Reese Witherspoon, I don't even know like seven eight years ago mm-hmm. I was like just fed up with hollywood i hate this why are there more roles for women over 40 mm-hmm. i'm gonna start my own production company yeah. because this is getting ridiculous mm-hmm. so laura dern was one of the people who like invested in it first and told her to really? do it yeah and the first two movies uh, reese witherspoon's production company made were gone girl and wild
1: i did not realize that
0: yeah and then she's gone on to produce, like, Big Little Lies and, like, all these other major projects. Look at her go. I know. I also really love Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. She's also,
1: like, a mom That's for another podcast.
0: <laughs> That's for when we do Legally Blonde. <laughs> the greatest movie ever. True. Um... But, yeah, also, like you were saying, Jurassic Park, it's probably the movie I've seen the most. Mm-hmm. Like, without a doubt, I've seen that the mo- more than any other movie.
1: Such an influence in cinema <laughs> in general.
0: Wait, do you know why I wanted to start a podcast, too? Why is that? Because one day I was watching, like, a film analysis video of the T-Rex scene in Jurassic Park, and I was like, I really want to talk about this with someone.
1: I'll talk about it with you.
0: <laughs> okay, next episode, next episode. All right, all right, I'll have right. you back. Uh, obviously, Big Little Lies. Oh, she was also a Marriage Story this year. So Laura Dern? Yeah. So yes. she's very big player in the two probably biggest movies of, or two of the top movies of mm-hmm. this year, which is like really cool. Yeah.
1: Um
0: also side note, this makes me really, really, really fucking upset <laughs> there I said it. Why the fuck? Okay, I've said it for I'm mean, we're just like cursing on this one. It's all right. Why? Did Scarlett Johansson get nominated for Best Actress in *Marriage Story* and Best Supporting Actress in *Jojo Rabbit*? She can't get two.
1: If she gets two, I'll be so mad.
0: No, she did get nominated.
1: For no, this. if she gets both uh, awards, though. she won't
0: win both. But literally, you see them Have you seen the meme on Twitter that's her dancing in *Marriage Story*? It's yeah. like this is a woman in a tampon commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. That should not be nominated for Best Actress. I know.
1: I'm like, I really, I really appreciated the emotion she portrayed between her and Adam Driver.
0: No, it's such bad overacting. It,
1: it was over... It was... She overdid it. They overdid I it.
0: I hated that movie. Yeah. I didn't like it. Like, have you ever seen Kramer versus Kramer? No. It's a bad version of Kramer versus Kramer. Really? Yeah, I did not like that movie, and I have a very strong stance on it, but whatever, it's fine.
1: I'm going to write her a letter, <laughs> a strongly worded email.
0: Oh my god, also she's marrying Colin Jost, who's the host of Weekend Update for SNL. I'm like, you can't marry a funny guy. Yeah. You have to marry Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Stay in your lane, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't get into us normal people. True. You can't mix with us.
1: <laughs> you don't belong with us. <laughs> no.
0: Um, also, this is like a big nerdy thing. Have you ever seen October Sky?
1: Yes, yes. It's I like have. the
0: rocket movie. It's like Jake Gyllenhaal's first movie ever. Mm-hmm. Laura Dern is in that movie and it, that's like when me and my brother sat down and I was like 6 years old and he's like you have to watch this movie and we bonded over it. It's a big family Th- that's movie. That's adorable. Yeah, she's also a really big like David Lynch.
1: Mm-hmm. Do
0: you know who David Lynch? Is? Yeah. Yeah. So he famously has like four actors that he's like these people are my people and yeah. no one else can touch them and kind Laura Dern is one of them.
1: Kind of like the Brat Pack from like the eighties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But
0: David Lynch will like literally only work with these like six actors and he literally has a nickname for her. He's like little tidbit.
1: What? That's what he calls her. He's like th- nicknames for all th- these people. I don't know if I'd want to be called tidbit. I know. <laughs> Hi, little tidbit. What's going on, girl? <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway. Also, other actors in Little Women, back to the point of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Little Women. Um, Emma Watson, A Vision. A Vision. Incredible. Fantastic. She can do no wrong in my mm-hmm. eyes. Yes. Um, Chris Cooper. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No. No comment. <laughs> no comment. I thought she was great for Meg. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, she kind of – I. I honestly, though, I really respect Emma Watson – Because she knows she's the biggest star in this movie besides Mm -hmm. Meryl Streep. Yeah. And, like, obviously Laura Dernan, like, the actual actors. But, like, of her age, she's the biggest star. And she chose to step back.
1: Was she casted as Joe?
0: No. The way it worked was it was announced Greta was directing Little Women. It was right after Lady Bird came out. Saoirse called her and said, I'm playing Joe March. Mm -hmm. And then Greta was like, well, you called me. Mm -hmm. You did a Joe thing. You're a Joe March. True. Yeah. So I think... I don't know. I feel like Meg. I feel like Emma Watson really, really tried. She could have been Joe. She mm-hmm. could have been cast as Amy. Yeah. But she chose to like be the character that not every girl wants to be, you know. And respect. I really respect her for it. Because you
1: know, every girl wanted to be Hermione Granger.
0: That's so true.
1: And now she's kind of. I don't know. Maybe she's like kind of outgrown that.
0: I think so too. And she's. I think she's proven herself more than enough times that she's a very capable actress. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like Perks of Being a Wallflower. One of my favorite movies
1: of all time. Honestly, have you read the book? Yes.
0: Okay, that book is probably the most
1: impactful book I've ever read. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Another day.
0: Another day.
1: (laughs) We have so many, like, (laughs) side tangents.
0: Okay, other actors, Chris Cooper, very, very much a that guy. Everyone is like, oh, that guy. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you're a movie person, you're like, Chris Cooper. So, it's like, he's a that guy.
1: him. (laughs) I know who that he is.
0: Yeah, he's, like, the mean guy and uh american beauty if you've ever seen that he's the dad Mm. he's like in a million movies like that bob odenkirk who was he's the guy from better call saul yeah he was an snl writer for many years very famous that guy as well everyone's like oh that guy yeah um eliza skinner i don't know how to say her name she's a girl who plays beth and john norton plays what's the guy's name burke burke john burke right is that the tutor yes john okay i don't know why i just forgot his name Mm -hmm. also i don't i I forgot to look up the name of the french fry (laughs) (laughs) the the french fry (laughs) the french guy but goddamn, i was in love with him
1: fred no not fred
0: uh professor baird yes yes he was so good in that
1: movie too Um, i I know i was like i'm i would like to see him in more things
0: i know i think he's only done french films i think this is his first like major step into the american film market
1: i dig it i dig it
0: yeah So, it's a little Oscar buzz, because that's going on. The nominations just came out a few weeks ago. Florence Pugh and Saoirse Ronan both nominated for Best Supporting Actress. If either of them win, I'm pretty ecstatic about it. I really Mm -hmm. want them to beat Scarlett Johansson, because I freaking am so mad about
1: it. Yeah, I think they deserve it, too.
0: I know! Like, Florence Pugh, again, she just, the whole, like, economic proposition monologue is incredible. And it's such a feminist stance on such a conservative way.
1: Yes, and you have to think... The movie was set in the 1800s, and women didn't talk like that.
0: No. No, no, no. Especially
1: with a man, you know? No, and no, And no. she is so strong and empowered, and it's it's inspiring. I love it.
0: <laughs> I love it. And then, um, also, Little Women nominated for Best Picture this year, alongside 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, which is really underrated, and I think most people should go see it, hmm. Joker, Irishman. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Jojo Rabbit, and Marriage Story, also Parasite.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've seen—I'm pretty proud of myself. I've seen most of these movies before the nomination. Even Parasite. I have not seen Parasite yet, just because I cannot. I didn't see it over winter break, and mm-hmm. there's not a place where I can see it in College Station. Yeah, yet. yeah. So, uh, but I was surprised Jojo Rabbit was playing in the. Brian, do you know what that movie is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good.
1: I mean, it's um It's I need to see it.
0: Yeah, but they play. They, it was playing in like. The movie theater... What is it called? Highway yes. 6 and, like... The Regal. I don't even know. It's the movie theater I go to all the time that's, like, right over here. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> like, the one theater in College Station? Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, this one and the Brian one, yeah, and that's r- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so, general opinions. This is my new favorite movie of all time.
1: I, I concur.
0: I know. I don't know what it is, but I've seen so many movies. So many movies. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, this is the one where... I like I remembered why I love movies because mm-hmm. the power of storytelling
1: it's and characters,
0: oh my God, the characters are so good and mm-hmm. the story and the emotion like there wasn't something that I couldn't relate to in this movie. There was never a scene where I was like, oh, I didn't really yeah, like get
1: that like one of my one thing that I really took from the movie was at the very end whenever Joe was like presenting her book to the editor that man
0: iconic hat by the way she True. looks so good in that like was I know. It, what are those c- hats called
1: no idea <laughs> <laughs> mary poppins first one mary poppins hats yeah uh and the guy the man he was talking about i think it'll sell because of it's like a domestic um domestic novel that everyone can relate to it's about life yeah it's not fiction well technically it's fiction but <laughs> um It's just a story that people can relate to, no matter age, gender, um, socioeconomic class. Like, there's all of it. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. We see the poor to the rich of the rich. I love this movie. I love it so much. Yeah, so good. Um,
0: Also, quick opinion: the press tour for Mm -hmm. this movie. God damn, they looked incredible every place they went. Are like, we surprised? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Timothy Chalamet was voted the most fashionable man of the year, but he was wearing that pink suit, the pink corduroy suit. Did you see it? I did not. Oh my God, Miles! It was imagine Timothy Chalamet in the middle of Paris mm-hmm. in a pink, like a Little Women, like pink background, like poster thing. Yeah. Him wearing a pink corduroy suit, white button down, buttoned all the way to the top, and like white, con- uh, like white vans.
1: An icon. <laughs> never been done before.
0: <laughs> she is the history of fashion. fashion. <laughs> um,
1: no, I can, I, I imagine in my head, and I would like to see it.
0: Oh, my God, no, I think, <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. I will DM you many things after this. I'm ready. Um, So now let me talk about, like, the few little nitpicks I had with this movie. Okay. And they're very, like... Not to do det- it's obviously like I said, it's my favorite movie of all time, so it's not me criticizing or attacking this movie in any way. And right. I've done that before where I like attack a movie, mm-hmm. so like this is not bad. That- it's pretty
1: hard to attack. I know, like, <laughs> like
0: what are you gonna say? Like, no, they were too relatable. Like, you <laughs> can't do that.
1: The acting was too good.
0: <laughs> um, it's a little long for me two hours and 15 minutes. I like a tight one hour and a half to one hour and 45 minute really? movie, really. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of movies are too long.
1: I love a long movie. Really, I like to hunker down.
0: Oh no, 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 no! That's one of the reasons. Like, The Irishman this year, I tried to watch it. I watched thirty minutes. I couldn't get through it because it's three hours
1: long. Okay, three hours. Three hours is a little excessive. I know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, anyway, two thousand fifteen. The only thing that I can like really think of, it's like to cut it down, mm-hmm. was the scene where Marmy was helping out the old guy.
1: <gasps> yeah. I don't I really know why that. that was in there. I think that was just show some character of marmy how giving she is because she gave her scarf to that she like took her scarf off and hid in the blanket
0: yeah but i love marmy <laughs>
1: certainly not necessary
0: no um that's the only scene where i could really think though and obviously if you get rid of some of the long crazy shots but like, yeah whatever um that's my uh also i didn't really understand why like they didn't sprinkle in professor baird more mm. he was just like very much in the beginning very much at the end yeah not in the middle and it's like To me, because you see Joe's journey, you understand that she needs someone to be there for her. Mm -hmm. But you didn't get the – like, to me personally, I didn't buy that she was so head over heels in love with him that she had to go to the train station. Yeah.
1: I feel like whenever she did get home, after she left New York, she was mad at him. Oh, yeah. Like, she was pissed. Yeah. So I feel like that – it took some time to get over that. And also, she was so preoccupied with – her sister and she was trying to help her sister get better and then she fell for laurie again
0: yeah but that was more of like i don't want to be alone and he loves me versus like oh i want to marry him you know what i mean yeah i get it um but still she couldn't have sprinkled in like a
1: Maybe a letter, Like, maybe a she could have tried to write
0: a letter and then crumpled it up and thrown it on Yeah. Away. You know, something like that. I think that could have been interesting. Yeah. Or he
1: writes her. Actually, I don't know if he... Well, knew. he
0: stalks her to Concord, Massachusetts. True.
1: True. If you think about that, that's a little creepy. A little,
0: yeah, that's another thing I was kind of like, oh, he just showed up in this house.
1: And, like, it's not like they live on, like, the main square. <laughs> they live, <laughs> no, like, no, in no. a field in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I <know. laughs> Like, um, I'd get loved. I know. I know. Or I know it.
0: also it was kinda weird to me how they lived so close to the Lawrence house. Mm. It was like right they are like on the same property basically. Yeah.
1: I feel like that could be like a historical thing. Like there's you there could be like a usually a rich family who owns like a plot of land and then they allow someone to like move on mm. with them.
0: Indentured servitude, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you go really deep, deep into it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then I don't know why I didn't like it when she called him Teddy. I was like He's Lori. No, I but uh Joe it was like, Teddy,
1: Teddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: I didn't like that. I was like, Lori's already a nickname. <laughs>
1: no, that's what I'm saying. Like, his name's Lori, yeah, not Teddy. I, <laughs> like, I don't get it. You can't change this on me.
0: <laughs> I know. You can't put a nickname on top of another nickname. Yeah, it
1: doesn't work that way. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> you tell her. Seriously, <laughs> so you hear me?
0: <laughs> also, do you think she really loved Lori, like, at all? Because in the other movie adaptations, and I imagine them in the book, it's a lot more clear-cut that. She was a lot more heartbroken by his departure. Mm-hmm. But in this, it really felt like she was like, oh, that was just uncomfortable. I didn't really care about how he felt. But I think in the other versions, it was more she cared more about how he felt.
1: I feel like she was definitely heartbroken, but I feel like she was heartbroken in a platonic way. She like lost her friend. Yeah. She lost her buddy. Like, she went around with the entire time, you know?
0: Yeah, but it's so obvious that he was so in love with her. Like, I just didn't get how she was that oblivious. She's too smart.
1: Maybe she didn't want to think about it. I don't Mm. know.
0: Seven years of friendship, though.
1: Long friendship, but it's like a childhood friend, too.
0: That's true, too. So, I don't know. I just never really got the impression that, like, she loved him that much. Because even if it's, like, your childhood friend, why would you treat your friend that way?
1: Yeah, completely. I get it. Yeah. And... Lori, Lori, and also <laughs> Timothy being the way he is, he was very aggressive. Not maybe a little bit forceful. Yeah. Like, or hear the better word forthcoming when yes. it came to his affection towards her. Yeah. Like, he just kind of let it all out after that <laughs> wedding. Like, it was a.
0: I think he was drunk too. I think it was implied.
1: True. Yeah. He was letting it out and i don't know i don't know if joe knew how to handle that
0: you think she was just overwhelmed
1: i think she could have been interesting and also had she learned that she wasn't going to paris yeah that she
0: had because she found out at the wedding
1: yeah so she was mad about that yeah. like kind of betrayed by that I know. and then her friend if, if you look i feel like if you look at it from joe's perspective her friend is betraying her like t- yeah. Lori. like she's like Lloyd we're friends we're not supposed to be romantic you know we're not supposed to love each other we're friends like I don't want to lose this like stop that's kind of how I got it but also Joe should have jumped on that opportunity (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say
0: also I just realized do you know how good this cast is? Hmm. Meryl Streep is in this cast and I did I forgot to write her down that's how good this cast is
1: (laughs) how did Greta Gerwig do it?
0: I really don't know well Meryl Streep to me is someone who's famous for like jumping on the ba- bandwagon oh yeah so she'll be like oh this director is really good i need to work with him right now
1: yeah i'll, I'll be on march
0: yeah that's why she was in big little lies too yeah because she was like oh this is the biggest tv show of all time put me up for season two yeah so that's kind of intre- I, I just Ima- can't believe why Ima- i just completely forgot to write about her
1: imagine being that successful you can just be like hey i want to join and they're like okay
0: interesting can i be honest though i think meryl streep's a little overrated mm. because she does this thing where she picks really bad movies and out acts everyone so everyone thinks she's amazing
1: true okay all right <laughs> i'm gonna be pondering that this evening <laughs>
0: <laughs> you do that we'll talk about this on the next All one right. we, talk about we, gotta, we gotta make a list yeah okay now let's talk about everything i loved about this movie because there's so many things so i broke it down into three categories okay best lines so many so many best scenes and then just like little details i really liked mm-hmm. so let's start with the lines joe we do not compare grandfathers
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> what
0: a genius like I would never think of that as like comedy, but it was so funny the way she said it. She's like, "Joe, we do not compare grandfathers." As he's right there. I know,
1: I know. It was so blunt. That's kind (laughs) of how I just feel about this—the comedy in the movie. It's because it's not supposed to be a comedy. No. But there are so many, like, little parts of wit that Mm -hmm. each character says, and it's like witty humor and very advanced humor
0: <laughs> very sophisticated yeah um i also really like when is it burke or Brooke? oh it's Brooke, right Brooke. okay <laughs> the tutor
1: brook 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 right?
0: I, I don't know why i can't remember i know um whenever he's like and there's a lovely greenhouse and everyone just kind of oh. like why are you talking i know i'm
1: like are you stupid
0: <laughs> know. Hey, um, no one asked you
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're the tutor <laughs>
0: um also this is probably like the hardest i laughed in the whole movie she goes i'm amy
1: <laughs> and i yeah.
0: have lovely small feet the best in, in the, the family,
1: family. <laughs> i would never fall or whatever she says and but then look. Uh, <laughs> and then timothy is just or Lori. he's out just like gracefully <laughs> protruding he's his, like a gazelle his head out the window he's like hi amy <laughs> Would you like to come inside? (laughs) That's kind of how he sounded. He was like, I'm Lori. I'm rich. Please come inside. (laughs) Okay, you can't tell me I'm wrong.
0: No, you're not. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I really lost my train of thought. That was too good, Miles. (laughs) Um, Have you seen those TikToks that are people like, they hold up their laptop screen and just like talk over the scene? I saw one with that it's like hi I'm Amy (laughs) and I said the whole thing with the (laughs) TikTok.
1: That's how much I love this movie. That was by far that scene where she gets chastised on the hand. Yeah. And they all go into the Lawrence's house and that's whenever that's where I feel like that's where a lot of character development grows.
0: Oh yeah. You're introduced to everyone immediately.
1: Yeah. It's like they're all in the same room. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And I love that. I know Beth wasn't your favorite sister, but I loved her because her passion for music, and I just really enjoyed that. Yeah. And oh, that well,
0: that's one of my favorite scenes, actually. Yeah. We'll talk
1: about that. Whenever the grandfather and her bond over the piano.
0: So great. Uh, another line I loved, and this is why Florence Pugh and Amy are such badass women. I'd be respected if I couldn't be loved.
1: <gasps> what? I remember that. How I do I forget love- that?
0: i did just reread the entire script so it's a little bit fresh because i couldn't go see the movie again so i was like okay i'll just read the script what an incredible line Mm -hmm. i'd be respected if i couldn't be loved yeah that just shows how independent she is is. how strong she is
1: for someone who who does want to be married so badly yeah she is still a very independent person yeah And I think that shows to her character a lot. It's really nice to see.
0: Yeah. And you can also see how Aunt March has influenced her with that. Yes. Which is very important, too, because you would see Joe would never say something like that. Never. She would just say, I would never get married in the first place. I would never be loved.
1: Mm -hmm. Where
0: Amy so clearly sees the distinction between the two and she knows how to navigate life. Yeah. You know what I mean? She can compromise to navigate in she, a way that's respectful. She's playing the
1: game in life really well.
0: I know. Someone get her a board game mm-hmm. right now. She yeah. can spin the thingy. Um, I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. The economic proposition monologue. That's what I think she got nominated for. You think? Oh, 1,000%. Because, again, that's where you see her independence. That's where you see how she's she's got such a control of life mm-hmm. in a way that women just didn't have. Yeah. She's so much smarter than everyone else. Yeah,
1: and it's not like she came from such a wealthy family. She came from...
0: They're a middle class. Middle
1: class family. Yeah. She got she got lucky that she, Aunt Marge, brought her to Paris. Yeah. Um, so I feel like she has that perseverance that a middle class family might have had. Yeah. So she's able to stick to her guns.
0: Yeah, and I think the fatal flaw of Joe, is that Joe is very, I don't want to say delusional, but she's very non negotiable. Yes. So I'm gonna be a writer I'm gonna be this creative person that is how my life will go Mm -hmm. and I have no room for error.
1: Yeah she's not very agreeable by any means. No.
0: Amy is very much like I have realized I'm not going to be the next Picasso Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I saw a really interesting thing in the script too where Greta Gerwig wrote that Amy realized she is too late. She wanted to be a painter in Mm -hmm. the classical and very like I'm trying to think, like Renoir and all these different, you know, mm-hmm. Monet, very yeah. realistic and well, impressionist kind of style. Right. And then she comes in at a time where this modernism is just like sweeping in, mm-hmm. and she's so she can't keep up. Yeah. She's missed her chance to be the great painter, and she realized it and says, "I'm going to do the next alternative in my life." Yeah.
1: She's way well, smarter. It's like the plan B. Exactly. And, and she and she accepts it. It's oh, not yeah. like she's mad about it. No. She kind of sees the writing on the wall. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love Amy. She's yeah. so cool. She's um, so cool. Um.
0: Uh, I also really like the line when Joe is, like, helping Meg get ready for her wedding, and she goes, I can't believe childhood is over.
1: <gasps> that hit hard. <laughs> that hit hard. <laughs> because like, that is
0: the point where the past and the present just meet. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad to think about, because everything that Joe loves and wants, and the reason she won't marry Lori is because she wants everything to stay the same, but it's mm-hmm. changing so quickly.
1: I really feel like that's foreshadowing, like, oh, five 1000%. minutes later. I know. <laughs> like, it's not much foreshadowing, but it's there whenever Lori spills his guts.
0: I know. It's like you can't go back.
1: Yeah. And You've gone too far. Yeah, and she, Joe, loses the opportunity to go to Paris. Yeah. Um,
0: Freaking Aunt March. But she does give her the house, so can we complain?
1: It worked out for the better. It worked out for the better, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. Um, Also, I really liked, this is kind of a sad, but Mm -hmm. it's beautifully written.
1: Yeah, what
0: is it? It's it's Laurie getting rejected. He says, you will care for someone one day, Joe. You'll love him tremendously and live and die for him. I know you because that's how you are. And I'll sit there and I'll watch.
1: (sighs) I I literally have goosebumps (laughs) right now.
0: It's so good. And the way that Timothy Chalamet delivers it is like there's a pause. And he goes... And I'll watch. And mm-hmm. walks away. Because she can't. She can't. She yeah. realizes it's too broken yeah. at that point.
1: The relationship is torn.
0: I know. And it's also such a... He suddenly is so clear about everything their relationship is now. I think he was just so delusional before. And he gets it now. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're done. This can't yeah. go on any further. hmm I know. Um,
1: He's so poetic.
0: I know. So poetic. And with the vest and, like, the sweeping hills. It was just, like goosebumps when i watched it i was Mm -hmm. like oh my god so good yeah um this is probably my top five favorite scenes probably like three or four she's talking to marmy joe she just gets back beth just dies she goes i'm so sick of people telling me love is all a woman is fit for but Mm -hmm. i'm so lonely yeah and that's a really important line to me because i think a lot of times you watch movies about female empowerment and they're really based upon the sacrifice Mm -hmm. of the woman would have to have if she were married mm-hmm. she gives up everything she gives up her independence you know what i mean yeah but realistically that's not how life works because if you sacrifice it all mm-hmm. it's like you can't have one or the other it's like you have to be this independent financially stable woman who's successful or right. you have to be the wife and what joe is saying in this line is you can be both yeah
1: like the porcano porc- los dos? Porc- <laughs> like old el paso <laughs> It comes into play.
0: I know. (laughs) Por que no los dos? Sorry, I ruined that moment. No, you're good. And the same thing when she cuts her hair. It's like, (gasps) I know, great scene. And Mm -hmm. she's crying over how she cut her hair. It's like, why is she crying? She's supposed to be this badass independent woman. She's not supposed to care. But it shows that she still cares and she's still a woman.
1: Yeah. And because she is, like, she's seen as like a tomboy, Loki. Yeah. And the fact that she did cut her hair, which is... I don't know. Very important for women, their hair,
0: especially at the time. Especially
1: at the time, because it was very expensive. Sure. Um, yeah, it's like her, her one part of womanhood that she like, the superficial womanhood was yeah. gone. Exactly. She's like, I'm still a woman. Like, I'm still a girl. Like, yeah. I want to be loved. Yeah. I, I want. I want a good life, but I'm also not willing to. Uh, Um, She's not willing to give up on her dreams.
0: Exactly. Well, I think it's interesting, too, because she realizes how much family is important to her
1: mm-hmm. her
0: whole life she's like i'm gonna be an independent writer i'm never gonna get married i'm gonna do all this thing and then she because she has a family yeah. when her family is not the same as it was she it dawns on her i could be the marmy mm-hmm. i could have my own family yeah and then i could go back to the way things were you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i just think it's ugh, it's so beautifully acted and written and mm-hmm. i love it i love this. so
1: movie. vulnerable
0: it's so vulnerable mm-hmm. you feel for her i was like i'm never cutting my hair again i
1: know and i'm like going back to the pg part I don't feel like I've ever seen a PG movie that got so deep. I don't. I really don't think.
0: No, I didn't even know it was PG. I just assumed PG thirteen. I don't know why. I think it's PG. Mm. Yeah. We can fact. Can, can we get a fact check? There's no one else
1: in the room. I see him. He's going.
0: <laughs> 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 okay. Perfect. Um, also, this is just kind of a funny line at the end that I like laughed out loud when Professor Baird is like, "Oh, I took a job in California." California.
1: <laughs> I'm from France. I, I eat croissants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got a job in California. They're nicer to immigrants there. And then the dad goes. Oh, my God. I know
1: what you're talking about.
0: Uh, He's like, oh, maybe I should go to California. And then Laura Dern goes, you're not an immigrant. Stay at home. Mm-hmm. I laughed so hard. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. I know. Funny. She's
1: like, sit your ass down, bro. <laughs> She's like, like where like, are you this going? This is a house
0: of women. You're not making <laughs> any decisions.
1: I love that.
0: I know. Okay, so great scenes my second favorite scene in the movie that we talked about is when Laurie and Joe meet and they're dancing around the porch oh, it's so good cause in the book and in the other movie that's in a hallway mm. and Greta Gerwig yeah, yeah. famously was like I just kept coming back to this location and I came at night and it seemed so much better mm-hmm. and enchanting
1: with the, yeah with like the candlelight and the blanket of snow in the yeah. background.
0: and they're literally isolated. They're literally outsiders. I yeah. think they're both very people who don't fit into society the way that they're supposed yeah. to. So they're literally physically separated, like, with the barrier. So, imagery, you know, symbolism.
1: Imagery and symbolism. <laughs> no. no, I completely agree. And I love – that is that is my favorite scene in the movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Because you really get to see the playful side of these two. I know, and, and they're so
0: young. And
1: the Like, this is the, where their friendship – it's the genesis of their friendship. I know, and it's so real. It's really nice to watch. I love watching people being happy with each other, and not in like in non romantic way. Yeah, they're just enjoying each other's company, dancing around, probably a little drunk. <laughs> um, but it'd be like that. It was the eighteen hundreds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, but the one thing though I do find annoying is the song, the music in this movie is like incredible, and I was literally listening to the soundtrack walking around campus earlier, mm-hmm. and. I was really annoyed because the song that is played in the background when they're dancing is not the song called Dancing on the Porch when it's on the soundtrack.
1: Okay. Second time I saw the movie, I was like, I need to find this song. I
0: know. It's so good. It's so good. The da da dun dun, dun dun.
1: Yep. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, I went on the main playlist on Spotify, and I saw Dancing on the Porch. I was like, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I put it on. Driving home, I was like, this is not <laughs> it. I got so mad. I, I literally know. pulled over. <laughs> And I was Googling, like, what song is played during Dancing on the Porch? So whenever they're yeah. dancing on the porch. And I found it. And um, there's a person on Spotify that made their own playlist with all the music. Oh, because God. Because the composer, Alexander Duquois or something, I yeah. can't remember name, he created, like, a score for the movie. But then he also incorporated music from the 1800s that they actually uh, would have been listening to. okay. So that, it's a Dvorak piece, like string quartet, something. <laughs> We're so smart. <laughs> and so that's a piece that they might have actually listened to if the story was real. Okay,
0: do you know how happy I am you told me this? I was so annoyed. I was like, what? This is not the same song. Am I going crazy?
1: Yeah. And he did that, he brought in music all over the place. Um, is that the
0: same thing with Beth's piano? Because I was trying to look for the song that she played on the piano, yeah, and it wasn't on there. Yeah,
1: it's a maybe Brahms piece. I can't remember. Okay, yeah. Send me a link to that, I because
0: will. I'm... I was upset, mm-hmm. needless to say the least. Yeah. See how loud I got? That's how upset I was. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, I thought it was really funny because in the script, when I was reading it, it was like two sentences. It's like, Lori and Joe dance. They dance playfully. Move on. And I was like, in this movie, it's like a whole like two minutes dedicated to the scene. I thought it was interesting how she like, really, that's all in Greta's mind.
1: The talent. The, t- <laughs> the talent. The flavor. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. Also, this is my favorite scene. Yeah. Because this is another one of those pure joy, no plot, no summary. It's just these characters interacting when they're in the attic and she's like, Miss Jo March, the play. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about that and they induct Lori into the ladies club.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know why. When I was watching that, I couldn't stop smiling both times I saw this movie. Mm -hmm. It's just my favorite scene. And you see these actors. I imagine that's how all these actors were in like acting class when yeah. they were like an improv oh, yeah. school
1: or whatever. For sure, these boisterous personalities coming out.
0: Exactly, it's a really it's a really an outlet for them to show their personalities yeah. through their characters, and it's just so you can't help but smile. It's so joyful. There's nothing that can happen that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You're just purely experiencing the moment.
1: Yeah, and sorry, I'm you're getting table.
0: How I, dare you? I'm so sorry. The audio
1: <laughs> slaps my hand.
0: <laughs> I can't go back home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, with also with that scene, uh, the lighting—it's like early morning, the golden lights coming in. Clearly a happy scene, and they're all dressed in their weird costumes. They're all acting like men. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: it's a club for ladies where they're all acting and talking like men. Amazing, (sighs) incredible.
1: Um, and they're like, and they're they're all mad because Joe's like, wait, what about we induct Laurie into this club? (laughs) And they're like. Humbug, no, I don't want to. <laughs> this is bad. And then they say something, and he falls out of like the coat rack. And they're like, Laurie, <laughs> they all Wait, love him. I
0: literally want you to record you imitating everything that happens in this movie. Okay.
1: Because <laughs> that to. was so
0: good. Great search
1: around right there. Thank you. Of course.
0: Um, also, we talked about this earlier for like a million times, but the scene where they first are in the Lawrence house and the hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I'm, I'm calling it the hand scene. <laughs> the hand
0: she's like i want this painting purchased immediately yeah
1: um
0: yeah that's a great scene and i will link the video where like greta gerwig is like literally like talking about i would love that how she broke it down and she was like my proudest scene. this is my proudest scene in the movie because the way it's blocked and like all these like technical things it's It's so good yeah um also The scene made me cry every time and I don't know why Whenever Beth is playing the piano In the Lawrence house And Mr. Lawrence is just sitting there like crying Mm -hmm. I felt for him
1: so much Yes I really enjoyed All the male characters in this Movie Mm -hmm. Laurie and grandfather Lawrence Those two in particular Because going back to the time period The 1800s (laughs) Even still today but back in the 1800s (laughs) The patriarchy. The men can't show emotion. Like, it's very frowned upon. And Laurie does a better job about showing his emotion because he's Laurie. Uh, His name
0: is literally a girl's name. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) And then Joe is a male name.
1: I'm going to research that. (laughs) Anyway, but even though Grandfather Lawrence doesn't go into the room and sit with Beth and, like, start to tear up, we are able to see it, yeah. him tearing up, because, like, he's he's an old man. Of course he's not going to show his emotions. Yeah. Um, But we're able to see him, like, break, which is really nice to see. Um, And I think it's, honestly, there are a lot of messages for women in this movie. Yeah. But I think there are a few for men as well where it is okay to, like, show your emotions. And it's, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to, like, reminisce and be nostalgic of previous Good times, and yeah. Um, and I think that was really nice to see. We also saw that with Grandfather Lawrence whenever Beth had just died, Amy, he, can't go in the house. he couldn't go in the house, yeah. And Joe had to walk him in. It's separated, his emotions are separated from the family, but we as a viewer are still able to see it, mm-hmm. which I love. I know, <laughs> God, I love, I love Chris
0: Cooper, he's like the best actor, anyway. Yeah. Um also, I loved any time they were in Paris. Oh, I know. I it was like a painting every time they were like walking around.
1: The Amy costumes looked in Paris beautiful.
0: The hoop skirts. Timothy Chalamet for whatever reason, I think he grew a little mustache or something. He looks so much older.
1: I don't know what's going on. I
0: don't know, but the scene it's like the very opening of the movie. Amy, Aunt March in the carriage, mm-hmm. and then Laurie, 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 Laurie. Yes, I know. I love that scene, and it's like you can tell Laurie's perception of her has just completely changed. Yeah. And it kind of and, – and you can instantly tell that she's been in love with him mm-hmm. for, for so long without, yeah. like, having to see the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that later helps serve as an explanation as to why they end up together. Because mm-hmm. it's so clear that she's always loved him. It's true. And she doesn't have to sacrifice being this, like, traditional woman. She can get the love that she wants. She doesn't have to be this completely conservative yeah. version that she like claims prop. to be. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I love that. Lori, it's so cute,
1: and her like raspy voice is kind of raspy. Yeah.
0: Also, she's very British.
1: Mm-hmm. Could not tell. Could not tell.
0: I know. Sersha and Emma, I could tell sometimes. She, yeah. I could not tell.
1: I was like, her British accent is not coming through whatsoever. No, not at all. It was incredible. Yeah.
0: Um. Also, I really love the scene where there—it's the New Year's Eve party, and Laurie comes in <sighs> drunk, and she's so <laughs> mad at him. It's like so cute. She's
1: so mad. I'd be you mad know. too.
0: Honestly. Well, he was he set spo- him up
1: yeah she stood her up. he was supposed to pick her up i know
0: and i just thought that was like another example of how freaking fantastic timothy chalamet is when he's like i'll be good for you st amy i'll mm-hmm. be good and she's like so disgusted by yeah. him oh my god like the acting is just so good when he spins around after throwing the champagne mm-hmm. that's just so timothy chalamet in the best way possible it is.
1: like no other actor would Think to do that. And no, I, I guarantee you.
0: No, he's, he's so expressive. That's mm-hmm. what it is, and it just helps you sympathize with the character so much more, because you later learn that he's heartbroken, and it's just like, dude, just spill the champagne. Joe fucked you over, mm-hmm. and like we, I don't know. I just I empathize with him a lot in a scene where I shouldn't have. Yeah, and it's just incredible. Um, also the beach scene.
1: Which beach scene? Mm, where they're flying all kides? of them. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, the one with. Just Beth and Sersha for whatever reason, I didn't.
1: It's it's pretty melancholic. Yeah. It's just kind of sad. Yeah. But, like, it kind of had to be there.
0: Yeah. And, honestly, they picked a really good quote, again, about childhood. from. It's, like, a George Eliot quote. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting, too, because if you take this movie on the surface, a lot of it is, like, oh, it's, like, a coming-of-age story. Mm -hmm. No, it's a romance story. But it's really a movie. It's, like, an ode to childhood and how beautiful our, like, growing up is. And that little quote just kind of, like, summed it up. Mm. So good.
1: It's it's a great. It's
0: granine, one might say.
1: Granine. Gran maybe. I would go. I would do a grill gr- eleven. grill <laughs> gr- eleven.
0: Gran eleven. Perfect. Um, like we said earlier, Lori getting rejected by Joe. Just everything about that—the way that they were running around, the way the camera was spinning around them, the scenery—you could see this beautiful layout of Massachusetts, which mm-hmm. I, as we live in Texas, it's sometimes hard to forget. It's easy to forget how beautiful this country. I literally can was be.
1: like. Should I go to Massachusetts?
0: (laughs) I'm moving to New York Monday. You can come with me. All right, down. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) So that scene again is just incredible, and it's like the epitome of them acting.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: it's probably the scene that Saoirse got nominated for. I
1: I would agree. Yeah. Or the attic scene. You know. Oh yeah. Where she's like where she where she's like opening up to Marmee. Yeah. Uh, Another great.
0: I love this movie. Okay, so those are all the scenes that I was like, okay, I need to unpack this a million times with someone Mm -hmm. who's seen this movie um other little great details that i thought were really cool so amy meg beth and joe all have a distinct color i just spit everywhere
1: (laughs) okay i was trying to think about that but i couldn't decipher which colors were which tell me
0: yeah meg is green yes uh saoirse wait joe is red yes i think joe should have been a blue but whatever um amy is
1: blue And then I think
0: Beth is either pink or yellow. That one, Greta Gerwig didn't say.
1: The pink or yellow. The pastels.
0: Yeah. (laughs) She's pastel.
1: (laughs) Like like pastel.
0: Yeah. But it was also really interesting because Greta Gerwig talked about how she was like, in the script, it's all like gray and blue. And then she worked with a costume designer. And they were like, oh, in the 1800s, that's first when they started experimenting with dye. So Mm. all these like. Civilian courtesan women would wear like bright green and bright orange. Mm-hmm. Oh, she might be orange,
1: Beth. Beth, I see that. Yeah. I think she's orange, like whenever she's well, like not sick. Yeah. Like when in the sun and like the sunny days and stuff. But whenever yeah. she gets sick, I think she becomes like the pastel.
0: Pinks. Yeah. So every and marmy is in a simplification of all of them. Mm-hmm. So she has all of the colors on her yeah. at all times, and she has like a version of each of their girls hairstyles together at all time and I just thought that did was, Greta like, Gerwig a cool say that deep. or did you find that no it's like a legitimate Greta Gerwig
1: said it genius I know I love those images like little easter eggs
0: yeah and they helped sell the individuality of each girl mm-hmm. they're so distinct they are yeah mm-hmm. that's why we play BuzzFeed quizzes that say which March sister are you if you pick blue you're an Amy there you go um also, what was I going to say? Again, the soundtrack in the movie is so good. Mm-hmm. It's just like...
1: I feel like... <sighs> it's so good. The composer, he created a score that wasn't too overpowering. Because mm-hmm. these these characters, they have big personalities.
0: Yeah, and it's a heavy dialogue movie. Heavy.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, the It's dialogue. like all dialogue, yeah. I'll talk about the dialogue in a second. <laughs> um, he created this composition... That was that flowed so nicely underneath yeah. the dialogue. It just added to the flavor. Literally, it just—it's a little spice. It, the color was there. You you heard the flourishes every once in a while of like whatever instrument was playing. Yeah. Um, it was just really nice to listen to. Yeah.
0: Uh, auditorially, audit- How do you say like hearing, ple- like aesthetically pleasing, but for hearing?
1: Auditorially pleasing.
0: Mm, sounds about right. Maybe <laughs> we need an English major here. Maybe. Um, also, another fun fact: so the flashback scenes are all lit with a very warm glow. They mm-hmm. all have like a yellow tint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the current scenes are very gray, mm-hmm. very cold, very distinct. And I thought that was really cool because it really helps distinguish like when it's going on. Because a lot of times in movies with heavy flashbacks, you can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. And this one's like very like nope, they're it's young.
1: It's literally like black and white.
0: Yeah, literally. Oh my god, the level of detail in this movie is so
1: good. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, those are all my notes. What were you going to say about the dialogue?
1: Well, I just felt like throughout the entire movie, with the dialogue, I felt like they were reading the book to me. Because it was so poetic, so poised. There was never an ounce of chaos.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And the vocabulary that they used. Capital. I, capital. Choral. Obsequious. <laughs> um, just, I felt like I was studying for the SAT.
0: No, I know. There's a scene, the scene where Amy is like painting Laurie in Paris or whatever and he's like natural depravity I guess and she's like natural indolence. Yeah. I had to google like all those words. I was like what does indolence mean? Yeah.
1: And <laughs> I don't know. It was okay. It was a movie for all the ages. Yeah. It was there was something for everyone. You were able to learn so much. So poetic. I it was. I felt like it was a very good representation of the book because the book was written in the 1800s. The, yeah. The, the English was different. Yeah. It you felt know.
0: really modern with h- still having the sophisticated English. Yes.
1: Yeah. It was very classy and I loved it.
0: <sighs> I enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm um, trying to think. Are there any other notes, comments, concerns, questions, et cetera, et cetera? I'm
1: trying to think. I feel like we covered quite a bit. <laughs>
0: oh, Yeah. I feel feel a weight has been lifted off me that I could talk about Little Women for like three hours.
1: Oh, one thing that I really would like to see more, not in the movie, but like all the times that I've seen the movie, I've been one of the few males in the theater, which kind of makes sense because it is a movie about women. Well, I think
0: it's also very marketed towards women. For sure.
1: But I would love to see... More men in the theater because I feel like there is su- there are so many lessons about gender and like male yeah. and female and uh, not roles but things I don't know even things that <laughs> expectations expectations that I think would benefit like everyone would benefit from no hearing. I think this
0: is a movie that every father should see with his daughter Definitely. that would like men a relate that would like seriously. Like that's a big thing that I wish I had seen it with my dad. I might go see it whenever I get home because he's a big like literary person, mm-hmm. but he's also very traditional. And yeah, I think like seeing like dads taking to see their daughters, taking to see this movie to their with their daughter. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Um, <laughs> would be something that I think like. I don't know. I just think like fathers and mothers could understand their daughters a lot more. Yeah. Because it's still, like, the same issues that I have, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, individuality, like, trying to find a job, like, independence yeah. and things like that. And I think that daughters can really find a way to express themselves and their feelings to their parents.
1: Yes, completely so agree. It's yeah. mutually beneficial, so mm-hmm. that's why everyone
0: should see this movie. And Greta Gerwig makes a lot of money, so she makes other movies. I hope so. Oh, I know. I think she's cemented herself as someone who's, like, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she's the first female Best Director winner in the next five years. I would like to see it. Yeah, I think she's the one who's gonna lead the charge. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's all my notes. No, I know. So out of, let me think. What's a fun, quirky symbol in this movie? Out of how many? Out of ten. Amy's feet in the plaster where she gets stuck. Buckets. (gasps) Oh my god! How many buckets do you give this movie?
1: (laughs) I. I would give it a solid nine.
0: Nine buckets. Nine buckets. Ooh, that's pretty high up there.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I don't know, I'm pretty picky when it comes to like movies, but I really feel like all the components of the movie brought together just created such a, a piece of art. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed right from the beginning to the very end. I didn't find very many flaws whatsoever, if any.
0: I love it. it was awesome. I give it. Uh, like 1 million buckets out of 10 buckets. Oh. I freaking love this movie. I don't know why I connected to it so much, but it really meant a lot to me. And it was like one of those movies that came out at a time when I needed it. Mm-hmm. So I just cannot talk highly enough about this movie.
1: We love a good period piece. Oh
0: my God. British period dramas, but this is American. Uh, I love it. Anyway, any other comments?
1: No, thank you for having me though. Oh my God. No, we'll be
0: back with Jurassic Park. Don't All right. right. Okay. Well, have a nice day if anyone is listening to this. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>